This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by Blue Chew. BlueChew.com, promo code OPOPIE to try it for free. I personally don't need the Blue Chew, but every once in a while I say, why not? Give it a try. BlueChew.com, promo code OPIE. Good morning, everybody. Ah, first sip of coffee is always the best. What's up, Lisa Connor and Tom Bellison and Vinny Castiglione, uh, Stingray Castro, Jason Scharf, and Desiree Peck, and Brian Bernard. What's going on, Aaron Donnelly? What's up? Happy Friday. Yes. Uh, what's up, Benjamin Tucker? My goodness. Michael Gartland. Rachel, of course. Uh, Randy, Randy New, and Michael Cruz, and Ursula Mooreshead, what's up? And Dave Hartley, and oh my God, Rich, what's going on? Brad Curry, oh my goodness. Uh, morning from Charlotte, right on, Lisa Connor. Well, morning from way out east on Long Island. On Long Island. What's up, Gary Krasinski? Got a couple fishermen in front of my house. The fall run has begun, a couple trucks right out front. They must have saw something, but there are striped bass in that ocean today. That is for sure, but it's a crappy day. Uh, what's up, Blair Crook? I, was, um, I wasn't going to turn this thing on. I, I'm hoping we could get a quick one in because it's going to start uh, raining again. Very, very misty out here. Misty, misty. Play misty for me. Brother man, brother man, what's going on? Go get some. Go get some striped bass. I, I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to put my snow pants on. Going to get all toasty warm. And I'm going to go out there and uh, see what's out there. But those waves are perfect for striped bass. Bong Island. Oh, speaking of... Well, uh, I was told to shut my fucking mouth. But uh, uh, on Twitter, I teased uh, that Jackie the Joke Man is insane. And then people around me said, shut your fucking mouth, you idiot. But let's just say that uh, uh, Jackie delivered. Boy, did he deliver. My God. Jackie delivered, and he's insane how he got it to me. Let's just put it that way. I want to talk about it so much, but uh, maybe I shouldn't. Because <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, it's whatever. It's, yeah, shut the fuck up, Ope. What are you doing to yourself? Uh, I just said I got my delivery. Yes, Tom Bellison. Yes, I did. Big delivery. Too big. Like, risky big. Like, I might have a second career. Big. (laughs) On the liver day. No kidding. (laughs) I got all excited. The people around me. I'm like, oh, I got something to talk about on my Facebook Live uh, tomorrow, meaning, you know, this was yesterday. And they were like, are you insane? Maybe it was if it was a tiny little, uh, I don't know, gummy. But it's really misty, really foggy out here. Really cold. I I don't even have socks on. I'm an idiot. Fire in the hoe, Michael Cruz says. Right on. 
Is it uh, is it too windy? I'm leaning way into the into the camera. I'm trying to I'm trying to knock down the wind with the uh, with uh, with the voice with my voice. What's up, uh, Ron? How are you, buddy? So what's going on in the world? I uh, I was very very busy yesterday. Very busy for a very good reason. It was my wife's birthday. I'll tell you. Oh my God! It's starting to pour. Are we going to have to cut this fucking thing short? And I made one goddamn dollar this morning. I was busy. Um, and we didn't really turn on the TV or anything. So I don't know. I, I assume the world's still still fucked up, right? Saw the debate last night. Took a peek. No one won that goddamn thing. I don't care what side you fall on. Neither side won that goddamn thing. Trump seemed a bit lethargic. Uh, Trump seemed a little defeated. And, uh, you know, I, I felt like Trump was kind of on the ropes. He was doing a lot of that lying. Um, and, and Joe Biden just doesn't have the knockout punch is what it comes down to. That's my two cents on the goddamn thing. Trump looked uh, vulnerable uh, last night. But Biden just doesn't have it to, to knock, uh, knock him out. I guess Biden's winning in every poll, but... Uh, I don't know. I don't believe either guy's going to make um, this country that much better. It almost will be sad if, uh, if uh, you know, Trump is uh, not reelected. We're going to all have a goddamn hangover. Speaking of hangovers, no, I, I won't do that to you right now. Hunter's a pedo. Is he? Oh, that's right, because all the Dems are pedos. I forgot. Hey, everybody, that guy wants you to know that Hunter Biden is a pedo. So we got one of the Pizzagate people in our uh, live stream this morning. That's just wonderful. Somehow, somehow it's been spun that if you're a Democrat, you support pedos. That's how insane our politics have become in America. You know, it's the Dems. That's how they say it, too. You're a Dem. Uh, actually, I'm not a Dem. Probably lean more Republican. I would say I'm a, I'm a moderate, my friends. But Biden's part of the radical left. Oh, my God, he's not. He's not at all. He's very moderate. He's a very moderate Democrat. Very moderate. And I'm not here to stump for Joe Biden. Although I might have to vote for Joe Biden because Mel Gibson is uh, Mel Gibson, Mel Brooks, excuse me, Mel Brooks is uh, is voting for Joe Biden. So you know, I, I'm very influenced by celebrities. When they tell me who they're voting for, then that's the person I got to vote for. Ugh, I hate when they do that. Coming uh, Monday, I'm going to tell you who I'm voting for. Why? And who, who listens to that shit? Oh, Mel Brooks. I, I loved uh, Blazing Saddles. And he wants Biden to be the president. Which, by the way, is really, really stupid on his part. Because uh, uh, Blazing Saddles is a movie that would not be made in 2020. This is the hypocrisy uh, across the board, my friends. And I try to point it out for you. Blazing Saddles, one of the greatest comedies of all time. Although the end just kind of falls apart because I guess the writers got lazy and they didn't know how to end that goddamn thing so they had everyone go through a what a cafeteria and have a huge fight it was just stupid they didn't know how to end our uh, our comedies back in the day the same thing happened with Caddyshack great movie and then at the end they're like I don't know 
How do we end this fucking thing? Let's just blow up the golf course. It didn't make any sense. But um, Blazing Saddles, one of the greatest comedies ever made. Uh, You want to talk about saying fuck you to PC culture and not giving a shit about triggering people. Oh, ugh. Did I just do that? Oh, my God. What a rookie mistake. I'm in the middle of my Facebook Live, and there's a button on the screen. I go, ooh, what does this button do? And I pushed it, and it stopped the Facebook Live. So now i got to get the Facebook Live going again. The funny thing about pushing that button and, and, and thinking to myself, what does this button do? That's the third time I've done it. What an idiot. Let me take this moment to talk about Blue Chew. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. It's BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises if you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. And Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. I love the Blue Chew. I don't need the Blue Chew, but I love the Blue Chew because every once in a while I go, why not? Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com. Get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code OPOPIE. Just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that's Blue, B-L-U-E, BlueChew.com. Promo code OPOPIE to try it for free. BlueChew, the better, cheaper choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. And now, back to my Facebook Live. You are such a idiot, you dope. Stop pushing buttons on your goddamn phone, especially if you don't know what that button does. You are an idiot. What's up, John Cassidy? There's a goddamn button on the Facebook Live, and you tap that thing, and it just turns off the Facebook Live. It's an arrow that points up. I'm like, oh, what does this do? And I push the thing, and it turns off my goddamn Facebook Live. And I, I I've done it four or five times, but the next time I'll, I, I, I the next time I, I do a Facebook Live, I'll see that same button go, and I'll go, oh, what does this button do? God, I'm an idiot. What's up, Barnes Cole and Eton Burke and Harry? Harry Shlomo and John Cassidy and Kenny uh, Gingris. Free tacos. Yeah, I'm back, Jonathan Fah. I am an idiot. There's a button. There's a, not a button. There's there's a little uh, circle with like a, like a up, like an up arrow. Right in the middle of my Facebook Live. And every so often I go, oh, what does this do? And it turns off the stupid Facebook Live. I've done it three or four times at this point. You would think, don't touch that stupid fucking button. Anyway, Blazing Saddles. My God. Yeah, they um, they uh, they made a hell of a movie. Really funny movie. 
and uh, they said F you to PC culture, and they didn't give a fuck if they were triggering people. Well, that's why it's kind of stupid that Mel Brooks uh, is supporting Joe Biden, because I'll be honest with you, the, the left is uh, there for the cancel culture. So I, I don't know why Mel Brooks would do that, because in the year 2020, he would not be able to make blazing saddles. And a lot of that cancel culture absolutely comes from the left side. The left side. Yeah, Sheila Park, goddamn too. And I, I, I just lost like 30% of my, uh, my people. Because I had to touch. I had to touch that stupid button. Oh, what does this button do? And I had to touch it again. And it just turns off the whole goddamn thing. Uh, History of the World was pretty amazing too. Yeah, man. Mel Brooks made some great movies. I remember as a kid, I liked a movie called uh, High Anxiety that he did. Very, very talented guy, that Mel Brooks. Very, very talented. Yes, I'm back. I'm not going to touch it. Don't don't tempt me to touch the goddamn thing. All right, I'll tell you right now. If I get... I'm, I'm going to make this tough, though. If I get 10,000 stars, I'll touch that button again. <laughs> Oh, my God, I got the hiccups. Young Frankenstein, John Quartz, yeah. Another great Mel Brooks movie. But anyway, I don't think anyone won that damn debate uh, yesterday. And you know who the real loser is? We the people. Because we have to choose between those two goddamn guys. Trump 2020, there you go. Hope it works out for you, buddy. Hope it works out for you. Uh, yeah, I know, Jonathan Fah. I got a brand new um, iPad in the city. Uh, I'm going into the city soon for a quick uh, quick check on the apartment, get my bills, go in once a month just to get my bills and check on things, make sure the cockroaches haven't uh, fully taken over my apartment because they're climbing through the pipes. You got to keep that water running because uh, the pipes are drying out in my building because there's a lot of people still not there, and the cockroaches are moving up. And uh, I'm lucky to be about 500 feet off the ground, so uh, the cockroaches are still about 100 100 feet below me, I think. But I want to make sure, so I'm going to go check to see uh, where we're at with the cockroach situation. And then they're talking rats. Then they're talking rats. Uh, I haven't seen any rats or mice, but a lot of people seen the cockroaches. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about Rudy Giuliani uh, being a creeper? Oh, Kenny. Oh, Kenny. If you're a Trump supporter, you you uh, totally are buying the excuse that he was uh, tucking his shirt in. Don't you know that? Can't we all agree, no matter who you're into, whether it's Biden or Trump, that Giuliani, A, is absolutely a creep. Uh, B, he's he's really fucking lost it. He's pretty much crazy on TV almost every day. And C, Borat got him good. And D, he was not tucking his goddamn shirt in. No one tucks their shirt in on their back as as they're basically licking their lips as there's a young uh, young woman in a hotel room. Are you nuts? You're you've got to be crazy to buy uh, Rudy Giuliani's explanation. Yeah, Giuliani was uh, was trying. You're right, Will. He, he gave it he gave it a try, and then I guess what Borat uh, ran into the room and said, "She's 15. She's too old for you." <laughs> Fucking Borat. 
Uh, he was pulling up his socks, John Cassidy says. Yeah, he was creeping. He thought he might have had a shot. I don't know how you have a shot when you lay on the bed like that. He looked ridiculous. He looked so stupid. Uh, we talked about Rudy Giuliani the other day, but basically, uh, you know, he's had a wild career. Took out the mob in New York City. He was hated by a lot of New Yorkers. 9-11 happened. We needed a leader. He stepped up. He was a great leader. And a lot of people that did not like Rudy Giuliani started liking Rudy Giuliani. And then he teamed up with Trump. And at first he was uh, okay. Uh, But at this point, he seems very, very much insane. What's up, Brian Parnas? How are you? Oh, my God. I need another cup of coffee. But... That's the big news, the debate, and that was just, uh, it was just whatever. But the Biden emails are still real. <laughs> are they? I don't I don't know. That whole thing seems to be a bit complicated. I don't know. I'm, I'm researching. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, search around, trying to get some good uh, reporting on that whole thing. You know, um, you can't just say Hunter Biden's a pedo and, and uh, Biden's emails are real. I, I need a little more substance. I'm not one of these Facebook headline people. I see a, a Facebook headline and then I just recite it all day to whoever will fucking listen to me. I need a little more substance in my reporting. I personally think uh, all politicians try to get some shit done. And they take advantage of their position. I believe that. You should set up a convo with Don Jr., Kenny uh, Gingras says. Well, I don't know if that's possible. He, he stopped following me on the Twitter. I started uh, telling it like it is, and uh, he stopped following me on the Twitter. Um, and, uh, you know, we used to go back and forth when, when uh, his dad was campaigning. I was, uh, I was very happy for him and the family, to be honest with you. And we were still in contact. I complimented um, uh, Don Jr. on, on uh, I forgot what interview. There was an interview early on before uh, Trump became president. They interviewed pretty much the whole family, and there were grandkids, uh, you know, at his feet and stuff like that. And I thought uh, I thought Trump came across uh, well, and so did Don Jr. And I uh, I gave him a little text textaroo, and he appreciated it. But then fast forward, you know, then Trump started becoming Trump, and I said some things. And next thing you know, one day I saw that he unfollowed me. I don't blame him. Family's family, right? Right, you got to stick up for family. Could you imagine, Jason Scharf? Rumor is that post-election Trump is showing back up in the WWE. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. I don't know. Trump just looked a little lost on that stage last night, a little uh, lethargic. But that is, that's not his thing. I thought he did all right, though. He was calmer and stuff, and they were discussing policies. A lot of people on the uh, on the left saying that there were a lot of lies coming out of Trump's mouth. And like I said earlier, you know, Biden just doesn't have that knockout punch. He just simply doesn't have it. He, he's, he likes to laugh a lot. When Trump is trying to say something outrageous about uh, Biden and his family, Biden just sits there and starts laughing. And I'm like, oh, gosh. That's when you attack. you got to be an, a, 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 an attack dog at that point. Pod squad is family. Yeah, kid. But, um, but I'll say this about Trump. He's just amazing at rallies. That is not easy to do. He just shows up, 
and there's thousands and thousands of people there, and he pretty much wings it. He has a few talking points, but in general, he just wings it, and he's entertaining as all hell. I would love to go to one of those things. You know, and Biden, I kind of like when Trump makes fun of Biden and his giant circles. (laughs) That Biden can't draw a crowd like Trump, and then he has just giant circles for social distancing. You know, I I lean more toward Biden as far as uh, the coronavirus goes and social distancing, but you got to be honest, that when Trump makes fun of that, it's really, really fucking funny. It's really funny. But Trump in front of a crowd, I don't know. Uh, I think Obama's good in front of a crowd. Oh, my God, did you just say that? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, I think Obama's really, really good in front of a crowd. I I would give the edge to Trump, though. I think Trump's a little better. Because Trump understands, you know, to be a bit shocking and edgy. Uh, Obama dips his uh, one toe into the edginess but fucking Trump belly flops into it and that's why I give him the edge as far as uh, in front of a crowd and then you know you go back to other presidents and uh, I don't think anyone else comes close the Bushes weren't great in front of a crowd Uh, Clinton was just okay in front of a crowd uh, I go way back. I don't know if there's old time, excuse me, old timers in here, but Reagan was pretty good in front of a crowd as well. But presidents good in front of a crowd. I would have to uh, give Trump the number one spot with Obama um, in second place, and Biden uh, way down in the list. Even though he, you know he he officially uh, hasn't wasn't president. Kennedy, Kennedy, yeah, but we were all like not born, so you got to go to the tape on that. Yeah, Kennedy was uh, obviously the speeches you see online and stuff. He was damn good in front of a crowd too. You're right, you're right, but he uh, he didn't dip his toes into the edginess at all. But he was dipping his toes into other things. Am I right, people? Imagine the press back then. Supposedly Kennedy was just getting pussy all over the fucking White House. And back then, they had morals in reporting. And uh, these reporters had so much on JFK, but it wasn't proper to report on that stuff. Could you imagine? Could you imagine you have that info and you can't do shit about it? Wow. Kennedy's overrated, Gary uh, Krasinski says. Know what's weird about Kennedy uh, and and politics in general? So the fact is, when Kennedy was president and he was very, very popular, there was still a ton of people in America that hated his guts. And then he gets assassinated and and the whole country, they said, uh, mourned. That's not true. That's absolutely not true. A lot of people mourned. And probably more people mourned than, than didn't. But there were millions of people that were happy that Kennedy was no longer the president of the United States of America. That's just how this shit goes. People follow their uh, their party and support their party hardcore. So if an assassination takes out a president, there are people that are absolutely celebrating on the other side. Fact, Jack. Yeah, Brandon Hollinger, JFK is ball deep, uh, balls deep in the uh, Oval Office again. Yeah, you got that info. And you're like, I, fuck. 
and you're picking up a phone because you want to call back to, uh, uh, I don't know, what was it, the desk, the news desk, like I got some great info on JFK, and then you're sitting there going, oh, man, this is the 60s, we don't report on this, damn it, I wish I was living in 2020, fuck, and you slam the phone down. FDR was a socialist, my goodness, was he? That's crazy. All right, I'm freezing. My fingertips are really cold. I need another cup of coffee. Uh, my feet are on a, a wet, cold deck. I got all sorts of mist flying into my face. I hope you appreciate this, you bitches. I was going to call you bastards, but that's just not nice. So I'll just call you bitches. Uh, and the wind's picking up. And uh, these guys are not catching anything in front of uh, my house, but they're certainly trying. They know there's shit out there. Another another car stopped. N- another truck stopped. So, poor baby, Chuck says. <laughs> You're right. I was just... Actually, I was just trying to be a dick, but you called me on it. So, fair enough, Chuck. Fair enough. So, I guess that's it for today. Uh, Paul Mangarelli says, good morning. Well, it's too late. We're, we're heading out now. Jason Watson, looks like rain. Yeah, it does. What's some of those rain songs out there? Let's do a, uh, let's do a quick rain song bit. On your home of rock and roll. What's the greatest rain song of all time? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with Led Zeppelin. Uh, uh, simply the rain song, I believe, is the title of that. What do you got? What do you got? Greatest rain song. Purple rain, Vinny. Yes, rain from the Beatles. Fuck yeah! Blame it on the rain. Blame it on the rain. Get the fuck out of here. Rain, rain, go away. Jonathan Foss says. Uh, Gary Krasinski just goes. Miller. Dennis Howland. Yes, November rain. Absolutely. Uh, Riders on the storm. Yes. Who will stop the rain? CCR. Yes. Riders on the storm. Jim Hall. Once again, Justin Johnson. Purple rain. Oh my God! I think it's between Riders on the storm and Purple rain. What do we got? What do we got? Chocolate rain. <laughs> Chocolate rain coming in. <laughs> uh, it's raining, man. No, it's raining stuff. Hallelujah. The, the great Patrice O'Neill bit. It's raining stuff. Who'll uh, stop the rain? All right. All right. Now the wind's kicking up. I, I got fucking cold rain now in my face, you bitches. Let's go with Purple Rain as the greatest rain song uh, of all time. Well, Love Rain Over Me by The Who. And that's how it is. Love Rain Over Me. It's uh, And it's the it's the other rain, by the way. So that that, uh, that disqualify you. The Who's Love Rain Over Me is uh, the other rain. Like uh, like you, you you're a king and you and you and you and you are in the middle of a uh, your reign. How do you spell it? R E I G N, I think. Rain or me. It used to drive me nuts as a Who fan. Why why wouldn't you just title it Rain Over Me? You idiots. What do I know? Okay, I gotta go. I'm freezing. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the stars. Uh, thanks for everything. Love you, miss you. We'll do this soon. I leave you now with the sound of goddamn wind.
ブブブブブ